Two percent. Two percent. Two percent. Uh, the two percent's right over here. Oh, hey, Jenna. I didn't know you shopped here. Uh, yeah. Anything to support local food. Know what I mean? I definitely do. Though that's not the only thing you do in the name of Good Eats, obviously. Well, true. I also host Eating Matters every Wednesday at 5 p.m. where we talk about food policy and how it impacts all of us. Be sure to tune in. All right, gotta get the plug in there. I get it. Yep, I'm hashtag shameless. You know what else you can do to support the local food community, right? Well, yeah. Make a donation to Heritage Radio Network, the world's pioneer food radio station. That's right. And I gotta call you out on the whole local thing. What do you mean? Well, The Farm Report, A Taste of the Past, Japan Eats. Those are shows that take you around the country and the world. I'll give you that. So how can listeners give their support? It's pretty easy. Just go to heritageradionetwork.org and click on the big red heart in the top right corner. It's pretty easy from there. Thanks. Today's program is brought to you by Cane Vineyard and Winery, a Napa Valley winery committed to respecting the soil and dedicated to the creation of three Cabernet blends. For more information, visit cane5.com. I'm Laura Stanley, host of Inside School Food. You are listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sharp and Hot. I am your host, Emily Peterson, joining you live from Roberta's Pizza in Bushwick, Brooklyn. This is episode number 131. It is the How to Do Father's Day edition of the show. Mother's Day is awesome because it's like you get a second birthday when you have a kid. And so for all of the fathers out there in the world, happy Father's Day. My dad used to say... When I would ask him, he would say, I would say, what do you want for Father's Day every year? And all I wanted was him to tell me a thing that I could go out and buy. And he would say wistfully, peace and quiet. And it would drive me crazy as a kid because I can't give you that. And now as a parent, it's like, oh, my God, that's all I want, too. I get it. I understand. So to my father and to my husband, who is the incredible father of our son, happy Father's Day. May you get all of the peace and quiet you ask for. Um, I have uh, a guest. I have two guests today. Later in the show, Ida Blue is going to be back on to play some Father's Day blues for us. But before that... I recorded an interview with Chef Brendan Collins, who has written a new book called Cooking Blokes and Artichokes, and he is currently on vacation in Cancun because that was his wife's Father's Day present for him. But he's written this new book aimed at teaching men how to cook, so I will let David hit play on that, and then we'll be back with Ida Blue after the break. Joining me via phone is Chef Brendan Collins, author of Cooking Blokes and Artichokes, a Modern Man's Kitchen Handbook. Welcome, Chef Brendan, to Sharp and Hot. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Yeah, good. Really good. And we're talking, you are in L.A., right? Certainly am. You're in L.A., in Los Angeles, California? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, wonderful. So, you have... You have a new book out called Cooking Blokes and Artichokes. Tell me about this book. Where did you get the idea from? And tell me about telling dudes how to cook. 
Well, the inspiration really came from the fact that my grandfather and father were both better chefs than my grandmother and mother. And I honestly felt that, that guys uh, were a little bit underserved in the kind of the book department. And, you know, there's plenty of books out there. There's hundreds and hundreds of books. Mainly, you know, most of them are either generated towards the female audience or to the chef, professional chef audience. So I thought I would uh, write a book, use a little bit of humor, um, and, you know, give guys, give guys a book that they can really relate to and, you know, hopefully uh, get in the kitchen and do some cooking. Get so, off the grill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so it's sort of one of the things that dudes do well is like, uh, you know, they are the the... Their position is at the grill. So what are some of the things that you get them to do inside the house? You know, it's it's kind of it's kind of a, a really in-depth cooking. It's, there's a lot of kind of, you know, like we do a whole section on condiments and what we like to call life, uh, life flavor, life flavor flavors. Um, so, you know, so we start nice and simple and as the book progresses, so does the, you know, the ingredients and the difficulty of the ingredients uh, of the cooking, should I say. Um, so it's basically just, it's a good starter book. And also as, as the guys get more confident and get really into the book, um, you know, and feel, you know, more confident in their, you know, in their cooking, and, and start to love and fall in love with the enjoyment of cooking at home in, in a, you know, in a home kitchen. You know, it gets a little bit more, it gets a little bit more complicated. Kind of the idea really was to write it a little bit like a, a car manual, um, and that's kind of what we did. You know, is the easy things changing your spark plugs, maybe doing an oil change. Now we're moving on to you know changing out a gearbox. Um, so you know that was kind of the idea behind it. That's so funny. So what were some misconceptions that you heard from men before you? wrote this book that you were like that's not true at all um you know uh, I, I, don't, I don't really know if there were misconceptions obviously when i wrote the synopsis for the book i reached out to a couple of my you know guy guy friends you know the guys that weren't in the restaurant industry or weren't chefs and i said what do you think to it you know is, is this something that would intrigue you and interest you and they were all like yeah definitely you know it's it's uh we i don't feel like we get a book that says come on guys you know let's have a beer and do some cooking you know, it's, it's always kind of like, let's have a beer and jump on the grill, but we already know how to grill. Whether we're good at it or not, we already know how to do it. So, you know, the feedback was good, and that really, you know, gave me the enthusiasm to uh, spend six months writing a book, getting no sleep, and, you know, and uh, creating what I think is a really nice, well-written book. So it's Father's Day this weekend, and dads, would you say that Father's Day is a day that dads should be showing off their cooking skills or that dads should be being cooked for? I think that Father's Day is very underrated and we should be having a drink and being looked after hand over fist. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you, are you a dad yourself? I certainly am, yes. I have a daughter. I was going to say that's spoken like a true dad. <laughs> and so what are you going to be cooking on Father's Day? No, actually, we're, we're, my wife's been very nice, and we're actually going to be in Mexico. We're going to be in Cancun, and we're taking a vacation. And uh, I'm, like I said, I'm going to be getting, having a few beers uh, and probably eating good Mexican food and having a nice time. That's amazing. Hopefully. What a lovely yeah. treat. Your wife is a brilliant woman. She, she takes care of us. It's great. So what's your favorite part about being the dad of a girl in the kitchen? You know, she's, she's, she's a little bit more of a tomboy, and she's not ready to be in the kitchen yet. I also think she's a little bit uh, mad at me because, obviously, being a chef, I'm at work a lot. So I think she looks at cooking as, as something that takes Dad away from her. So she, we have not quite convinced her yet. And she's also a picky eater, which obviously is a curse yeah. <laughs> for a chef. 
So right now, right now, it's uh, it's a little tricky, but we'll get there. We, we'll uh, get we're, there. We're soccer, we're soccer people at the moment. I, uh, so we've, we've got that. We've got that bond. I listened to. A, I, I, listened, I read a great book when I when my son was a newborn called Hungry Monkey, and it was a food writer dad's quest to get his daughter to be an adventurous eater. And he had this whole confession, this like anonymous confessions of what chefs let their little kids eat. And one of them <laughs> confessed anonymously that his kid lived on frozen Trader Joe's pizzas that were still frozen. That does not surprise me. My, my daughter, my daughter's like a walking contradiction. We go to the Japanese yakitori place and she'll eat chicken livers, but you try and put a piece of broccoli in her and you think we'll try to kill her. <laughs> I think you know. It's. I think if we are just patient and just keep introducing it over and over and over again. I, I had a, a minor moment of success with my son this weekend who chose peppers and hummus over a lollipop, and my husband. I couldn't. We, like, high-fived behind my kid's back because I didn't want him to see how excited we were that that had happened. I couldn't agree more. I think that's the most important. Is, you know, it's, positive, it's positivity and, you know, and, and letting, them, letting them eat when they're ready to eat, not forcing them to, making them, giving them lifelong phobias, I think it can, it can sometimes do. Totally agree. So if we were going to drop a dad into the middle of your cookbook, someone who had some kitchen experience, was a little, you know, not an expert, but not a complete novice either, what recipe would you point them to? Well, obviously, right now we're in the summertime and figs are amazing. And there's a wonderful dish of, uh, of um, roasted duck breast with farro and, uh, and caramelized figs. That would be a perfect dish. Um, you know, duck is really good. It's really tasty. It's a good alternative to red meat. Um, and obviously, farro is very, you know, very nutritious for you. And the figs are just amazing right now. So that would be my dish for this weekend. Chef Brendan Collins, enjoy Cancun. Thank you so much for coming on Sharp and Hot. I cannot wait to flip through your book and cook some. Actually, I take that back. I'm going to give it to my husband and let him cook some stuff for us out of it. (laughs) Fantastic. Thank you very much. Yep, you are so welcome. Enjoy L.A., and you're welcome anytime on Sharp and Hot. Thank you so much. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. This is Chris Howell from Cane Vineyard and Winery, calling in from Spring Mountain above the Napa Valley. Thank you for listening to this show. In our industrial world of highly processed food and wine, we support the values of Heritage Radio Network. All of us at Cane encourage you to seek out individuality and beauty in everything you eat and drink. To learn more about us, go to Cane5.com. 
Welcome back to Sharp and Hot. This is Emily Peterson live. I hope you enjoyed the interview with Brendan Collins of Cooking Blokes and Artichokes. Now joining me in the studio is Heritage Radio Network friend Ida Blue and guitar player John Gill. Welcome back, you guys. Hey, how you doing? Good. So the last time I saw you, I had not yet um, played my guitar at my guitar school, Oh, but I did. So I know it was fun. And I I totally thought about both of you guys because you are so cool and relaxed and calm. (laughs) And I was like, just be just be like John, just be like John and Ida, Um, you know, I learned from the best here. I will say that I learned that I really should memorize my songs. And if I'm not going to memorize them, I should have a light on my music stand. Because yeah, the light is essential. <laughs> I, and no one thought to tell him. Like, I, it didn't occur to me that the room would be dark. The lights are good. Yeah. Lights are really good. So uh, you guys are here because you are playing live on Saturday night at Rockwood Music Hall. Yes. And you're going to sing us some songs for Father's Day. Give us some Father's Day blues. We're going to sing you some songs. We're very excited about Rockwood. You excited? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Um, this first song is called Where My Good Man At.
Beautiful and cool. Awesome. Thank you. I don't know. Like every time when I clap and I'm by myself, it sounds so sad. I'm like, I'm just going to tell you how, I, how you make me feel. I'm really so, into it. <laughs> I, you said before we came on the air that you spent some time at the beach this week. How do you do the beach? Uh, well, I'm lucky enough Mill Basin is not so far from Rockaway, where I'm from. So um, being there in the summer is like pretty clutch. I've got a nice little Ford truck and I cross the bridge and I usually go to Far Rockaway or sometimes I gotta go to Fort Tilden. But it's really nice. They've got it all set up now. They've got food and bar and <laughs> bathroom. <laughs> um, it's a pretty good setup for the summer. I'm I really find a lot of peace at the beach. I try and go early before anyone gets there. I think that's the key. That's the key. I, I yeah. learned that lesson where we go in New Jersey. If you don't get there on the weekends in the summer, if you're not there by 9 o'clock in the morning, they shut the door. Yeah, and also there's nowhere for you to put your blanket down. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> Just so many people. Yeah, I don't know. I like going during, during the week. During Actually, the week, first thing, like first yeah, thing, yeah, awesome. And then yeah. you can be home at a normal time. Totally. Do you yeah. celebrate Father's Day? Is Father's Day a thing for I you? I do. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure I'll be somewhere barbecuing with my dad <laughs> and my sister and my uh, my family. Awesome. We usually do some kind of barbecuing. I think that's like pretty standard. That's what right? Dads do right. Dads yeah. are on the grill. Yeah, they like. My dad loves the grill. Or if we go out to eat, he loves to order for the table. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's it's like one of his strongest um, skills. Yeah, he's that, really good at it. Is it fun or is it drive you crazy? No, I love it. Did you like it as a kid, or were you like, God, Dad, I want to just order for myself? No, I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, I'd be like, I, I'd like the chicken parm, please. <laughs> like, you know what's so cool? My dad isn't this the twentieth year in a row you've been <laughs> asking for the same thing at this restaurant? <laughs> like, I don't know. When I was a kid, my dad would we'd order, and he would always order a steak, and then he would pick the steak up and see if there were hash mark grill, like the oh. grill marks on the other side, because oh. he felt so like that you was learned the young. I, you learned real. I young. learned really young. My dad makes sense. Johnny, are you a father? Are you an honorary father? No, I'm not a father. I'm an honorary father, and uh, my dad has gone on to the next dimension. Yeah. So uh, uh, I'll just be uh, peacefully. I'll be actually. Oh yeah, we play a brunch gig every Sunday in Queens. Oh fun! From noon to four. I forgot. Yeah, it's a really cute place called Burnside Biscuits. Has uh, fried chicken and waffles and biscuits and what a perfect we play outside. Place. It's it's awesome. What a perfect um, place to bring your dad. Yeah, so we'll be there from noon to four, and then yeah. either my dad's coming to Brooklyn or I'm trekking it out to Long Island. Where on Long Island are you from? He's a well, I'm from Brooklyn, but my dad lives out in Seaford. Oh, that's where my uncle lives. Oh, I've spent Seaford a lot of time. Yeah, I spent yeah. a lot of time in Seaford. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, we'll talk off air. All right. uh, so you have another song for us? I do. Of course I do. <laughs> drinking my beer here yeah. uh, this next tune is a Charles Brown tune and it's called Sunny Road Legendary John Gill on guitar. (laughs) 
Ida Blue on vocals. That I, I think what I love so much about your music is how universal the songs are. I'm like, yes, I feel this. I mean, yeah, that's all the blues, you know. I think especially at such an interesting time for us as like a nation and all these very bizarre, hateful things that are happening, I think you know, music is meant to be a healer. It's meant to help people connect. It's meant to help people cope. It's meant to let people know that you're not alone. Um, and I think certainly the blues has always come from suffering in one way or another and, and, and joy from suffering, you know, kind of the, the movement through that feeling. So um, I think it's just, it feels really good to sing this music, especially now. I, I hope it's only helping and um, making people feel good and helping them maybe forget a little bit. It's working for me. Hard. Yes. Yeah. I, I sort of wrung my hands about whether or not I wanted to talk about it because it's the same thing with this show. You yeah, know, it's of course. like light and breezy. Let's talk about cooking. Totally. But yeah. Totally. Yeah. The blues, is the, you know, the blues, this is what it's, this is where it comes from. So it worked out perfectly that you guys are both here. Listeners can find out more about you at MissIdaBlue.com. You will be at the Rockwood Music Hall on Saturday night. Saturday. 830. Are you, are you nervous? Do you get nervous? Um, I, I want to, I want to make sure there's a full house. I'm nervous to make sure that people are in the know about it. Um, so I'm doing my best to let people know. Um, but when I get there, I'm just excited. A little nervous. I think it's human to be nervous. And you nervous. put like, great pictures of getting in the hair and makeup <laughs> on your Instagram, too, which I love because there is just like... step into Ida. Yeah, yeah no, it's um, great. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting. You know, the lead-up is always really exciting. And you work really hard, so then you have these big shows so you can really just enjoy and, and play together and have a good time with everyone. That's the goal. Show is at 8 p.m.? 8.30. Doors at 8. Um, And you can certainly get tickets at the door. You can get tickets on my website. You can get tickets at Rockwood Music Hall's website. Find everything on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. I'll twiddle. And you're Miss Ida Blue on both of those things? Yeah, at Miss Ida Blue. Um, That's M-I-S-S. And then um, Ida Blue on the fan page on Facebook. Awesome. You guys are going to play us out with one more song. I am at Chef Emily P on Twitter and Instagram. You can send me your questions and your thoughts on the show or your thoughts on life. And hopefully this show provides you a little bit of respite from the otherwise stressful events that we are all in this. We are all in this together. We are all in this together. So my heart goes out to all of you who are affected specifically or more generally. Um... And I'm putting together a newsletter that's going to start in September because I feel like I'm the best when I'm writing and talking directly to people. So if that sounds like fun, you can shoot me an email or I'll just put the bug in your ear. I like that. It'll be like once a month. We'll see. You know, I just, I'm going to read it. You're going to read it. Yeah, I'm going to try to make it like funny and pithy and like, you know, cool. Like, yeah. you know, me. like, like who you are, okay. <laughs> you know, funny and awesome and adorable. And thank you so much. Good chef. John, so. <laughs> to John Gill and Ida Blue. Thank you to Pete Chuka for providing the theme song. Thank you to David and Malcolm for engineering the show. And you guys can play us out. Yay. So this last song is a little, it's an old gospel number. Um, hopefully raise some spirits. Raise the spirits high in this little studio here today. Um, it's called I Can Tell the World About This, and it's a Laura Henton tune. Mm-hmm. 
he did, yes he did. He healed the sick and he raised the dead. Yes he did, yes. I can tell the world about this. I can tell the nation I am blessed. Tell them that Jesus made me whole and he put joy, joy in my soul. Sending all the joy out there to everyone, and thank you. <laughs> Sharp and hot with Chef Family. Sharp and hot with Chef Family. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes Store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. <laughs>